Yeah, hello everybody. Trooper Egan's radio is on the air again, and I'm very pleased at this time to have a very uh, special guest with me, which I had previously on the show. He's, he's a happy dude, and his name is Thomas, and uh, after laughing about this joke, you, you probably know that this guy is Happy Tom on, on online. Hi, Happy Tom. Hello, man. You've you? never heard that one, probably. Oh, yeah. Pretty groundbreaking. I've heard, them, I've heard them all. I'm so old yeah. now. Yeah. So... Talking about age, how old are you right now? Talking about age, I'm uh, 50, actually. 50. 50 is your age, and uh, as I'm learning, the band is turning 30. 30, yeah. I've been playing punks. I've been playing punk rock for 39 years. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> at, at some point, it's uh, it's going to be 90% of your life, or hopefully so. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to crack the code one of these days now. I'm going to finally learn how to do it. Well, I mean, uh, looking back at, at all those years, uh, Supernegu has been a success story. I mean, if looking at the, at, the, at the beginnings of the band yeah, and yeah, where yeah, you, yeah. you guys are right now, how would you compare <laughs> that yourself um, um, uh, from when you started off uh, at, the, at the tender age of, uh, as easy as <laughs> 20 with Supernegu and, yeah. um, and right now, what what's changed for you? Well, I think just being in a band that we could, I mean, we were just this band that everybody hated and we weren't really good, you know, and just from that to, you know, but that we can go to like Brisbane or, you know, we're going to South America next week and, you know, just like sort of, it's sort of like a rock star uh, universe, but it's still, it's not that big, you know, so it's, you know, but still, I mean, we never, we really never thought we would make it this far, so... uh I think there's it's been a perfect storm of some really good uh, factors, you know. I think, uh, mm-hmm. and there's been a lot of people in and out of the band, and you know, so it's basically it's Runa and I have been in the band all of. No, no, I mean Runa took a break for like three years in the 2000s. So actually, I'm the person who's been in the band longest. I didn't, I never oh, thought okay. about that until now. You really? I, I almost uh, forgot that. Ru- that Rooney was out. He broke his leg, I know, but he was still on stage. Yeah, and then he was, you know, Rooney's like a big boss at Universal Music, uh, the mm-hmm. record company, you know, so he's out. Like, you know, uh, like, uh, suddenly he's like flying a helicopter in Ibiza because of, you know, like, uh, uh, you know, like uh, David Guetta Festival, you know, yeah. <laughs> and he's wearing white clothes, you know, because he's really? like the EDM, he's like a rave techno EDM uh, boss, you know. Yeah, I got that. I mean, everybody. But, but I'm not kidding. Course. I'm not even kidding. Kidding. He goes to these things in like in Miami and Ibiza, and it's like they actually like, fly does? around in a helicopter. Yeah, they actually fly like the bosses, Rune and the other bosses actually fly around in helicopters. Wow, that's why you took you put the <laughs> helicopter on the on the on the on the party animals, so you get a you get a free uh, helicopter sound. Why don't you put? I never thought of that. No, that, that but that was before the this that was before Runa's uh, executive uh, adventure started. <laughs> or it was kind okay. around then, but yeah. No, so anyway, so what am I? I mean, I've uh, I've grown as a person. I've mm-hmm. grown uh, horizontally because I've gained some weight, and wow. I've go, grown intellectually, and I've had uh, I think I've. Uh, better music taste now, but I, I had pretty good music taste then because my dad raised me to listen to good music. But, um, and I think, you know, being in a band just uh, has taught me a lot about life and uh, how to uh, make stuff happen, you know? It's sort of mm-hmm. an entrepreneur thing, you know, but it's also, 
you know, you have to deal with other people and it's, it's sort of a life skills thing, you know. I think if you were had really like heavy Asperger's syndrome, I think like being in a band would force you to like, you know, you have to, you have to read other people and you have to, um, you know, it's just, uh, yeah, I accommodate like, and arrange stuff. Mm. Yeah, you have to accommodate and arrange stuff. And it's kind of like, it's almost like a school for life. So, uh, it's not okay. a school of hard knocks. It's a school of hard rocks. So I'm really, mm-hmm. I'm really privileged, you know, and, uh, you know, like my parents told me, you know, that they're really proud of me and that, that I've been really privileged and I've been really, uh, and they really enjoyed seeing me having a good life, you know, and making a, a life out of this. And that's really, uh, that means a lot to me. And I think that sums it up. I think we, we started out with nothing, you know, and then now we have, like, we have sort of built this universe. And uh, I think, uh, we really, I, it's more fun playing now because it's not, it's not like in the early 2000s, it's like, okay, we have, we're going to get big now because, you know, the hives got huge yeah. and then, you know, and, and there was a lot of pressure in Scandinavian rock to like, okay, this is our chance. So this is our window because now we're the, we're the new Seattle, you know? And yeah. I think that really created a lot of like tension and, and um, but I mean, we found out pretty early, probably like 2006 that that wasn't going to happen. So it's not like, but you know now that we you know when you're 50 and we just have a good time going around playing our songs and uh, meeting friends. I mean, you and, guys, you guys created something. I mean, it's not make no mistake about that. And uh, I'm not talking solely about the tribute, and even though that's the main emphasis of this podcast, but still, you created a huge uh, band that is really big in Norway. Uh, yeah. You get a huge worldwide following. There's some 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 sort of legacy surrounding you guys. Yeah. I mean, this is something that. Not to, not too many people, or even not too many musicians on the planet can can be proud of. Um, I know, I'm really. It so made you also a big media person in, in no way, as I understand, right? Kind of, yeah. But I, I mean, I was always a writer, and I was a journalist, and I was always. Uh, I think a lot of people didn't really figure out that I was the same person, you know, as the sailor in Turbo. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. like mainstream, like a lot of, because I mean, my TV show is kind of big mainstream now, you know, after. Uh, it's like uh, some weeks were like one of the most viewed TV shows in Norway. And and then I think like a lot of like, especially older people don't know that I'm the same guy. So like if we go to festival and play in like provincial Norway, uh, mm-hmm. people who like uh, people who, who are like uh, volunteers, you know, like somebody's dad who's there to pick up people at the airport. When he sees me, he says, why, what are you doing here? So yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. playing the band. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So it's like, okay. <laughs> so that's fun. You know, it's, it's, I have several legs to stand on. And I mean, if it hadn't been that, I'd probably go into, you know, I'd become like academia. Or, I, I mean, I'd probably become like a researcher or something. But I think this is, uh, well, I've seen, you know, like Euroboy. I mean, he's a pretty high profile sociologist now. And he, he works with city planning, you know. So Euroboy is mm-hmm. actually planning cities in Norway, which is kind of a, Funny. Yeah, Runa, Runa has his uh, helicopter with him flying um, executive Probably. career, yeah. and, uh, and um, I mean, the Tommy and uh, HM are the only. They're actually professional musicians who play full time, also with other bands, you know, and other artists. So, mm. so it's like um, I don't know. Everybody's uh, everybody's pretty 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 set. Um, yeah, I mean Tony. I mean, most of all, I mean Tony has his the whole men's clothing thing, you know, that's sort of like his, his, 
his two passions in life are music and then, you know, like classic hardcore punk and a lot of soul music and a lot of uh, folk, you know, he's like into classic folk stuff, like 70s folk music and then, mm-hmm. and, um, and then uh, jazz, you know, and then, um, and then the other passion yeah, is he's, a, he's very, very versatile. Yeah, I talked to him well, on the I mean, podcast. Clothing and, is, yeah. When you first, you know, when you, I mean, him and his friends all dress, they're like this gang in London. They, they all used to be like hardcore kids, you know, sort of part of the straight edge scene and then, but I mean, when you listen to him talk about, you know, because when we when you're sort of like from the punk school I'm from, it's like men's fashion is like fuck that, you know. But then yes. when he sits down, like he can point at the way a a a coat is sewn, you know, and he can point yes. out the details and he can give like the historical context and like uh, how how British menswear is very tied up to British uh, imperialism. Mm-hmm. really like uh, and the history of the British Empire it's like really and also a lot of the wars of course that went under that it's just really um, it's just really fascinating so they, I mean that's sort of a, the, the clothes the clothing they, is, is so full of the history and so full of like symbolics and so I mean that's I mean that's sort of like the rest of us so I mean we're kind of nerds you know so yeah yeah do, anyway. also having a having a, a a normal life, but on on, on October nineteenth, uh, you're going to be playing at the at the Rockefeller for that thirty year anniversary show. So, um, yeah. uh, just briefly, I mean, you don't have to give it all out. Or, but what what can people expect then at at, at this show? Because you you had a you you played at the Oya Festival at, uh, some ten ten years ago, where yeah. you guys were performing the Apocalypse Suits because this was the the the, the anniversary right. of that album, as I understand. Um, what can people expect in Oslo? I don't know. We'll just have to... Uh, it's going to be like a cavalcade. Or probably, probably play some on the older stuff. And But I know, you know, it's like the Turbo today is a totally different band than it was 10 years ago or especially 20 years ago. So it's like we, we, we sat down, should we like play like 25-year-old, you know, songs? And it's like, yeah, but, you know, I really didn't know those songs. And, you know, we're mm-hmm. still a vital band. It's, we're not just a heritage band, even though we are very much a heritage band, you know. Um, but it's like we can't just like, oh, here's a stroll down memory lane. You know, it's not like we're Cliff Richards or, you know. Or, yeah. I mean, it's all about I mean, the mix, probably. You know? Yeah, well, we'll see, we'll see how we mix it. But it has to be in a way that feels relevant to us now, so it doesn't feel too much like it's like a museum thing, you know, or like a museum act. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know. Aside from that, I mean, we just have to sit down and figure out what we're going to do. But I'm, you know, it's probably not going to be like crazy revolutionary or something. But it might might be any fun. Yeah, and, and you know, so have you most guys of decided all, it's, on the it's, set it's, or? Yeah, most of all, it's going to be like a good weekend because it's also the what is the tw- what is the twentieth anniversary for? Uh, what is the tenth anniversary for Fossil Bloodbath? I think. Was it yes. 20? Man, I don't even remember. Now. Time flies. Wow. Yeah, so yeah. that's, you know, there's going to be a big weekend. Uh, there's going to be, I mean, it's just going to be like a weekend thing. And I think it's, uh, even though Oslo is in Hamburg when it comes to, you know, prices of for beer. <laughs> no, no but, it, will uh, never, and it will never be. Yeah. So no, I, never whenever, be, uh, whenever I talk to people, <laughs> like grab, grab, make sure you at least grab as much bottles of liquor as you can at the airport. So you can oh, at least mix yes. with some decently priced Coke. Yes. Absolutely, that's the way to go. Yeah, so I mean, it's, so it's going to be like it's going to be a, it's going to be a nice weekend, and also it's nice in the fall if it's not raining too much, and it's going to be. Um, I think it's going to be nice, but it's not going to be like spectacularly crazy rad thing. 
So do we, whether you guys have any 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 special guests? We don't know on that yeah, uh, occasion. We'll see. We've been talking a little bit about it, and I think uh, I think we might have, but we'll, uh, I can't really tell you now. <laughs> oh, I can't. I was hoping for, but okay, that's that's the next well, reality can, that hits me right now. Then mm-hmm. have to, then I have to kill you, and then everybody who yeah, everybody has internet I have to kill everybody who has internet. You know, yep, that's gotta be a task. You know, my so mom was we, learning how to use the internet like ten years ago. I was teaching her how to use the internet, and she pressed the button, and then. Anyway, I heard her in the other. I I left the room, you know, because she was. And I yeah. said, "Thomas, Thomas, oh my God, oh my God, come help me!" And then I I ran in and said, "What happened? What happened?" And she said, she was pale and she said, "I think I just deleted the internet." Oh, yeah. Like she thought that she had destroyed the internet of in the course. whole world. Oh yeah, that might have helped some causes. <laughs> if yeah. you think about it. Yeah, we wouldn't have uh, like uh, the alt right movement. We wouldn't have them without the internet, you know. So it would have been good. Yeah, and 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 Mr. Trump wouldn't probably would not have uh, won the election. But okay, that's another no. story for another day, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so uh, you will be around the Oslo uh, bloodbath uh, event as well. So you. Uh, you will be around those parties at least a bit. Will people be able to talk yeah. to you and the Ugans be able to reach out to you? They can talk to me and uh, they can buy me beer. Yeah, it's going to be good. It's going to be some, you know, several places. And uh, even that's funny because one of the tiniest venues there is the Café Hardwerk, which is owned by Vegard, who was one of the first, who was one of the founders of Turbo, who founded Turbo with, you know, with Runa and Pamparius and me. And he uh, he owns that little club now, and it's a really nice little club. So uh, it's it's cool. It's gonna you know it's, those people are. He also plays in Turbo Necro. Oh yeah, I've seen yeah, them yeah, in yeah. Uh, an infamous was, uh, concert in Helsinki. I've, oh, I'm familiar man, with were, that. They were yeah, Vega was really pissed off afterwards. He was fucking. He was really upset. But <laughs> still, it was a milestone in my life. <laughs> you know, anybody can give it a regular concert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Finnish people are really big drunks, but I mean, some people in Norway will out drink them. And, uh, I don't know if that's what happened or if they... I think they felt challenged. I mean, they, you've, I mean the same thing with me. Whenever I hit, I hit Finland, I feel challenged to challenge yeah. uh, the, the drinking ability of, a, of an average Finn. And that's what they did, I think. <laughs> but it was fun, neither, uh, nevertheless. I have to yeah, say. I mean, I, I, I didn't... I just think I was really bummed, but I... I, they're really good. They're fucking good live band, you know. So it's like, just uh, whoever uh, whoever is listening in Finland, they should uh, give them another chance. Yes, that's what I'm. I keep telling people that. Uh, well, I was not into details about that concert, but yeah, but I would strongly recommend seeing them because it's a piece of history, just like your your anniversary. Yeah. Um, so well, I, I just, you, I mean, you mentioned some there, obviously. Some some special guests. Uh, are you willing to? To talk about if they're if old not old well old guys yeah uh, just like as Pat Paul will they be around at least backstage or well we don't know I mean we have to yeah I'm, I'm sure they might uh, you know I, I we really just have to like uh, talk to people and figure out the logistics and then like see who's going to be in town and I mean uh, yeah I think uh, that's all I can I mean it's not like I'm trying to keep a secret here but. Uh, that's yeah, pretty much where we're. That's probably. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much where we at now. So, 
Yeah, I mean, you're not going to be getting any any more people into that uh, sold out venue that sold out anyway. So basically, you're not going to get any additional people in there. That's true. Yeah, we already sold. Hey, we already sold the tickets. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's gonna be nice, and then we're actually playing. We're playing an extra show. We're playing an extra show, like from like a month later, I think. So a month later, okay, good to know. Something like that. There's a later that fall we're gonna play at Rock Show. Okay, cool. Well, for 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 all 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 the the Ugans out there who are not gonna be um, getting to Oslo. Um, will that concert be streamed on the cyberspace? Do you know? Is there any way of watching I don't it know. or listening to it? Runa is the guy to talk to because, I mean, he holds, he controls all that stuff, you know, from his helicopter. Mm. So, oh, yeah. you know, it's like uh, maybe they should, maybe. Uh, or yeah, will you record that? Will there be any We never even think of those. You know, that's. That's how old we are now. It's like, well, should, maybe wouldn't we like we, if we know if we're going to play like especially cool shows. Like then later, it's like, man, we should have had a photographer there, or maybe we should have filmed or recorded it tonight. And um, yeah, man, I always forget. Like even when I got married uh, last year, there were two artists singing some beautiful songs at, in the church, and we forgot. Later, everybody said, "Yeah, can't wait to hear the recording." I'm like fuck, man, we forgot to record. Yeah. So that maybe, for, that's, for some maybe like, that's, any... like, that's how music is supposed to be, just in the moment. Well, of course. And then it's no gone. mobile phones, just be there, listen, and watch. No mm. more records. Yeah. <laughs> but if for any... Well, well, yeah, uh, maybe if, should, we should. If you record anything and, and fail to get a, a, a way of dis- distributing it, I'm happily taking it for the podcast. But that's just a yeah. naive thought. Yeah, but, I, I, but I'm bringing that anyway. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, talk to Runa, see what he says. I will do so. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be um, um, writing him a message. Uh, at, hel- at helicopterservice.no. Yeah, if it's that's if actually it's that's actually a big helicopter. That's a big helicopter company in Norway who fly to the oil rigs in the North Sea. Helicopter <laughs> service. It's true. Yeah, <laughs> it's a big big thing there. Yeah. So, all right. Anything anything else you want to share with the audience about uh, that very special date in Oslo? No, it's just it's going to be a nice Saturday night in Oslo. Oslo is a great uh, is a great party town. I think a lot of people don't like realize that it's one of the, probably one of the best live music towns in Europe. And I think people are going to have a good time. People like to party, and also I mean we're going to play some other shows around this fall. And uh, you know we're we're going to play around Norway a few shows, and then we're going to play. I don't even know. But at least, like I said, we're going to South America. And, uh, You're going to Greece as well? Yeah, 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 yeah. We're going to Greece. Thessaloniki, we're going right? To, uh, yeah, sounds familiar. And then we're going to go to... You know what the Greek... Uh, what the, You know what the Greek word for incest is? No, tell me. Papa, let me go. Wow. You, you know your shit. <laughs> is that pretty good? Papa, let me go. <laughs> yes. <But> it's, <laughs> you know, it's sort of like a dad, dad jokey. You know, it's, it's you know, turning into a... What do you call, what do people call dad, dad jokes? jokes? I just call it jokes. But I am 50, you know. So and I've you're been, a dad. been told that my... I'm a dad and I've been told by people, several sources, that I am either that I'm a very dad joke guy, but... Uh, but anyway, yeah. So anyway, so Thessaloniki, and then of course, like I said, so today is August twenty eighth, and then uh, September eighth, I think we go to uh, 
we go to uh, South America first, Mexico, yeah. Guadalajara, and then Mexico City, and then uh, Santiago, Chile, Buenos Aires, and but South it's, it's Paolo, the first time ever, right? That tour is yeah, yeah. In, in this part of the world, which makes it cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've only been there. Well, I've been to Mexico. Well, I've toured. I, I mean, I went on tour with Mayhem, the black metal guys, because we were making a documentary about them. So they yeah. were on tour in South America, and I was. We went like four or five days with them on that there, like El Salvador, and that was really intense. So I can. But I mean, they don't have black metal. Those the South American black metal people are just fucking crazy. You know, they bring the pigs' heads to the concerts and stuff. And God, it's hey, like El Salvador. Out. It's like I said, like El Salvador is the most uh, is the most lethal place on earth. I mean, it's more dangerous. It has a higher murder rate than than like. Uh, 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 Baghdad, you know, and uh, yeah, yeah, and I just watch out, dude. This this civilization is—it's almost collapsing because of all this fucking violence and evil. And you guys come down here and play your fucking Satan rock, you know? Come on, man, come on! Well, they're challenging, <laughs> they're challenging <laughs> their, their faith, please. Yeah. yeah. So, so that's gonna be good. It's gonna be a fiesta. Well, cool, but uh, but please take care. We uh, the the world wants to see you in Oslo. Uh, right including uh, yours truly. Um, yeah, so um, happy time. Thank you for taking your time. Thank you for uh, talking to me on for Two Vegan Radio. All the best for that concert. All the best for the tour. Come back alive, and I'll talk to you very soon. Thank you, Mister. School. Bye. School. Max Fartin from Torbjörgen Stockholm. I'm back again to teach you all about Swedish music as I usually do. This time around I'm gonna take you to Borås and the band Comshot Hookers, better, better known as the Hyats. You should really check out the album Too Much Is Never Enough by the Hyats, especially if you love the Ramones. Anyway, back to Comshot Hookers. This song is from their first demo and it's called Chewing Cum. Un, deux, trois, quatre.
Der danske bøg.